the story of the Messiah's birth from the Gospel of Luke in the second chapter. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in bands of cloth, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the In that region there were shepherds, living in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone all around them. And they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. Jesus was laid in a manger, a manger, 
A manger which is a long open trough for cattle to eat from. And so this child who, when he grows older as an adult, and in his death and resurrection become bread for the world, for all of humanity, this child is sleeping in a bed of straw where the animals are nourished. Christ enters the world and feeds our lives with grace and love and joy. And last week, having run out of bread, I, I decided to bake some. My five-year-old daughter loves to cook and she was instantly curious and wanted to be a part of this project. And so we baked bread together. We measured water, and salt, and yeast, and then added the flour, and we, we mixed it, and we kneaded it, and made a wall to let it rest. And it rose, and then we baked it. I used this six-quart bucket for letting bread dough rise, and it is just clear enough to look through to see what's happening. My daughter kept running in while the bread, while the dough was rising, and she kept running into the kitchen to see if anything had changed, anything from the last time that she looked, which ranged from five minutes to, to twenty minutes each time. When will it be time to bake it, she asked. When is it going to be time to eat the bread? I, I know it's hard to wait. But the moment that the bread was on the cutting board and thick slices were being made from the crusty loaf, the rest of the family was in the kitchen as well, anticipating a slice of bread with some butter. So, cut a slice, put some butter on it, and, and handed it to my little sous chef, and said, it's now time to eat. And it was also time to share as she took that bread, and she broke it in half, and she gave the first half of that slice to her sister into her hands for her to taste and see thing that we made. Bread is one of these things that brings people close. It, it brings people together. It connects us. And it seems like such a small, ordinary thing. And, and it is, really, just water and flour and salt and yeast. And yet bread, really good bread, is more than crust it brings light, it brings love, it brings joy, and when shared, there is something that rises in us as well. In the scriptures, Mary responds to all that is rising in her, all, all that is, has happened leading up to this moment where this child is born and laid in a manger, is placed in a trough, and 
Scripture tells us, ponders all of these things in her heart. The scriptures are often translated as saying justice. Mary pondered, tired from her long journey, exhausted from the labor of birth. She gave all of these experiences some deep reflection. The word we translate as ponder so often from scripture, translated literally, means bringing together. And so gathered at the side of Jesus, Mary treasured all that had happened and was bringing it all together in her heart. And there is so much to gather together. The beloved relationship of her family, the grace-filled message of angels, the shepherds who tell of Christ to everyone they meet, Christ who is the companion of all humankind. And there are magi, these wise ones who travel having seen this child star rise in the sky. And Mary brings all of these things together in her heart. And we know, as the story tells us, that it was not easy to get to this moment. We know in our own lives that it has not been easy to get to Christmas. And looking at Mary, there's been stigma and assumptions, loneliness, difficult journey to Bethlehem, and no place to rest, no shelter to be found. But it is all coming together in Bethlehem. Bethlehem, a town whose very name means house of bread, is where the one who will be the bread of life for all of humanity is born. The one who is called Emmanuel, God with us, already offering sustenance to those who go to experience the great news of, of great joy for all people. Jesus, the bread of heaven, brings people together at this manger. And Jesus, now thousands of years later, continues to bring us together to be fed by God's Spirit. It was not easy for Mary to arrive at the manger, and it has not been easy for us to find our way to this manger this year either. It feels that our advent and our waiting has been far longer than we are normally accustomed. But Mary, who started out in a lonely and vulnerable situation, is bringing together the grace and the love and the joy and the hope and companions that she meets, companions that she knows in Christ. And this is what we do at Christmas, isn't it? We watch for Mary. We anticipate this birth. We do likewise. We ponder in our own hearts. 
gather together those beloved to us, and we gather together even the strangers in great hope that the world would be made new. And God brings us together. We bind ourselves to one another in the light of Christ, knowing that together we do grow stronger, kinder, and more faithful. Meister Eckhart, a, a medieval philosopher and mystic, wrote that every good soul that longs for God bears God and gives birth to God. On Christmas Eve, we might recognize that God is grace and love which are born within us. And they are born in our sharing of light and kindness with one another. In a regular year here at Jefferson Avenue Presbyterian Church, in a customary Christmas Eve service, we would close our worship with candle lighting. We sing silent night in hushed and pregnant voices. And we know this is not unique to this congregation or this church far from. This is a practice that is shared by Christian communities all around the world who sing in many different languages at different hours, and yet nevertheless sing with the same gravity of what this experience means to us and to our faith. That light is born to us. That light is born within us. That light has come into the world and into our lives, and we are compelled and any shadow of a doubt to share that light. And we ponder as Mary ponders. She brings together, and so we bring together. And we bring together through all our troubles, all of our toils, all of our snares. And Christmas is a that seems to open us to imagine what is new, to take a view and imagine what new life might be taking shape in the month and months and years to come. This short season cracks the door of our disbelief wide open to consider that miracles might just be and what comes together at Christmas gives us permission to dream. Now Mary looks to the light of Christ that is magnified in her, and she looks to share it. She looks to behold this light, and she does not curse the darkness. No, she lets, will not let the darkness have any power over her as she turns light, she turns to Christ, she turns to the child in the manger, 
And Mary has so many reasons to curse what is wrong, broken, hurting, painful, what is messed up about the world. And this year, more than most years, so do we. So we let the light grow in us. We let God's dream open within us so that we might join God in bringing light to what is dark around us, among us. We bring light to the pain that we know, to the struggles that our neighbors face. We bring light. So this Christmas, what is our dream? What is the dream that we long for, that we long enough for to pray that God would make it real? What, is, what dream is real enough, important enough, meaningful enough that, that we, we would seek to bring it all together rather than letting it go or letting it hide where it will not see the light? What is the Messiah nourishing in your life? What is rising faithfully from within you? That when the bread is broken, what is it that you think of that is coming together? What dream brings you life? What dream brings you love? A love that looks like Christ's love. What is it? For the body of Christ broken for you also means that when we eat that bread, God's Spirit is bringing all of us together as one body. In a body made of a community of people that is is shaped by the love and the joy and the peace that God gives that is made known to us at Christmas. And isn't it that we are longing for the sense of being together, that we might pursue it, that we might follow God where God leads us, that we might find it real and true for us? for others that we know in the world. So church, it's time to dream. It's time to dream Christmas dreams. Yes, we dream of our families together. We dream of our church together. We dream of the many things that bring us together. We dream of a Messiah and the life that Christ brings. Of a world with less suffering, less anxiety, less hostility. We dream of a world with justice and peace. We dream of a light entering broken and hurting places that we know. We dream of communion and a longing to know what, what the table looks like, set not in our sanctuary, but in all the many places that we faithfully go. We dream of love, love which is the answer to the question, the hymn says, 
Love that is glory to God on high. Love that is made known in the child born, in Jesus Christ our Lord. So may you know God's love this night. May you know God's love all of your days. May you know God's love taking shape in all your relationships. May you know God's love and God's light that come to us at Christmas. For unto us a child is born, a Savior, a Messiah, one called Emmanuel, God with us. <laughs>